Hello and welcome to UC Today. I'm Tom Wright and I'm delighted to be joined by Andreas from Catalea. It's great to have you with us again, Andreas. Hello, Tom. I'm glad to be here again. Thank you. Yeah, it's great to have you. Um, and we're going to be talking about your activity in Bangladesh today. So I wonder, just to kick us off, could you talk through what's happening in Bangladesh from a technology infrastructure perspective? Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, Bangladesh is uh, one of these uh, large countries which uh, you typically only see uh, during some disaster coverage on news channels, right? But uh, uh, it's actually quite interesting place and I've been there many, many times. And uh, even in my previous company, we worked uh, a lot with uh, Bangladeshi operators on the international side. And um, uh, it has a bit of a, a unique infrastructure, which uh, probably uh, not that many countries share, but Nigeria is one of them. So in the, in the, when IP or voice of IP emerged, uh, the government or the regulator introduced some mechanisms to make sure that there is some control and security around voice of IP traffic and try to prevent illegal, you know, international traffic being kind of uh, you know, smuggled in almost into the country. Um, and uh, nobody's really paying for it. And, um, you know, when there is a business opportunity, the gangsters are very quickly, uh, very, very near. And um, so they introduced two layers. One is the international gateway layer uh, that basically carries all the inbound and outbound uh, voice telephony traffic of the entire country. And there's quite a few licensees and uh, we have some customers uh, on that side as well. And I think it was probably 16, 17 when the 4G rollout happened. And uh, then slowly the domestic infrastructure was also changed to uh, IP or Balti. And, um, and now there's another layer uh, between all the domestic operators, which is called ICX, so an inter-exchange carrier. So they connect all the MNOs and all the ITSPs, and there is many, many licenses and many licensees around in, in Bangladesh uh, to connect efficiently across, uh, let's say, let's say 20 inter-exchange carriers who carry the traffic and do all the monitoring, obviously on behalf of the regulators as well, to some degree. So, and now the, finally the deadline after COVID was actually supposed to happen in early 2020, but then there was this little disruption which set everything back uh, two or three years. And um, uh, it, now it kind of, the, comes, the law comes into force where all the domestic operators have to interconnect on uh, SIP or IP level. So now you have uh, 24 IG, ICX operators and, uh, you know, four or five mobile operators and uh, a lot of ITSPs. So there's a lot of, um, you know, work going on to build these massive exchange points and to transform that kind of TDM infrastructure into fully IP or SIP-based connectivity layer. So this kind of kicked off late last year, early this year, and uh, uh, we spent quite a bit of time uh, and effort on, you know, being in the country, talk to the operators and, and obviously try to secure some relevant business for us. Yeah, like you say, it sounds like there's a lot going on there. I wonder if you could talk through in a bit more detail Catalea's role in all of this. Yeah, so as you know, we built, uh, you know, carrier grade uh, session border controllers for core networks, but also enterprise networks. And um, these exchange carriers um, obviously carry the entire traffic, domestic and international, uh, of the entire country. I'm not sure what the population is today, but 180 million, I think, is not far off reality. And obviously, almost everybody has a phone. So there's a tremendous amount of traffic going on, on on the network, and that has to be migrated from a TDM infrastructure to an IP infrastructure. So we look at uh, 
a total of um, you know, 24 operators. Everybody has three sites and a total of uh, capacity carrying 50,000 calls uh, per operator. Uh, so that's, uh, you know, billions and billions of uh, telephone minutes uh, that transit through the network a year. And, um, and we can safely say that uh, we were um, lucky and uh, we are proud of being able to secure probably at least 50, if not 60% of all these operators uh, who will use our platform and uh, transition their legacy equipment uh, onto our Catalia Orchid uh, uh, Link SPC platform. And uh, so we started already uh, a few weeks back and uh, probably by the end of the year, the whole transition should be completed from a you know, regulatory perspective and operational perspective as well. And then I think just to uh, you know, kind of round out your offering there, could you just go into a bit more detail about the sort of uh, the products and services that you are going to market with in Bangladesh? Yeah, certainly. So uh, for, for this current uh, opportunity with the ICX community, uh, we provide an interconnect session border controller. That means it sits between carrier networks, provides all the security and uh, really the heavy traffic lifting between networks. So if there is a phone call from, let's say, Roby, uh, which is a mobile operator to Gramophone, which is another one, it would transit via one of the ICX operators or spread across a couple of them, most likely. And, um, and uh, so our platforms basically handle that, do all the monitoring and, um, and uh, the traffic forwarding and routing. And, uh, and the second uh, uh, task there is, is also to interface to the international gateway operator. So if the call is an international call, it has to be routed outbound and has to be routed to an international gateway operator to pass it on to international carriers. Uh, and then also the platform comes with all the analytics, you know, core KPI reporting, quality of service analytics. And, uh, and then we also do, of course, the installation support and the 24-7 uh, maintenance and support of the, of the live installations. So this is currently what, uh, what uh, this project is about. Okay, great. And then my final question for you, I wonder if you could give us uh, some insights into how we can expect to see your plans develop in Bangladesh over the coming months. Yeah, sure. I mean, we, we, we expect and, and hope that obviously the, the quite uh, strong presence we have now uh, amongst operators and uh, with a lot of technology and software in the country uh, will give us the right credibility to also open doors with the larger mobile network operators, uh, which so far we have not really, um, uh, you know, uh, won any contracts with, but um, it's probably a bit of a longer term process. Uh, also, there's a lot of um, uh, ITSPs. Uh, they uh, service the small and medium enterprise customers. Uh, again, I think there's quite an interesting opportunity for our more enterprise Microsoft Teams and maybe Zoom phone at some point, um, uh, capable SPC uh, features that are around. So I think it's just really an early stage, um, you know, entering into a market, which is obviously not that easy. And uh, the economic situation globally is, you know, lack of foreign currency, payment issues, and uh, inflation to a large degree, um, you know, has it has made it very challenging, you know, for the operators, for the people themselves, and obviously for us as well. But um, uh, we, we're always very committed to emerging markets and uh, see opportunities as well and try to support them as good as possible, where it might not be as easy as in Western Europe or in, in North America. So, yeah, that's that's what we're looking for. Well, it sounds like there's a lot of opportunity down, Andreas, and I really appreciate you taking the time to talk us through it. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for joining us and thank you everyone for watching.
If you enjoyed this video, please give us a like and a share on social media, and we'll see you next time.